T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Welcome to another riveting edition of the Bart Winkler Show. A little bit of a twist going forward. We've got a new phone number. Ah, yes. The phone number you've known and loved for 15 years has changed. Why? Well, to be honest with you, the technology of the last 15 years has changed. And the phone system that we were using was comparable to two tin cans and a string. So we've updated to at least technology that is current. So there's a big change around here. 414-677-1250. Talking Packers throughout the show so far. Training camp, practice number one in the book. Some concerns about who's not there yet. We'll talk about the wide receivers coming up a little later. Spend some time on Bakhtiari, um, which still big concern there. Just a, you know, a lot of answers yesterday, but a lot of it vague. We'll see. No timetable. Cautiously optimistic. Still no concrete answer. And that was one of the concerns last year. And so I think a lot of us say, well, we've seen this before and Now it feels like we're going to see it again. Brewers uh, in action yesterday afternoon. Game was on YouTube. Maybe you got to go to it yesterday. Good crowd. They win 10-4. to So big night for the offense again. Couple of home runs from Rowdy Telez and then Luis Urias with a home run in the fifth to give the Brewers their 10th run. And then uh, pretty quiet after that. Corbin Burns, six innings. Did give up three earned. Gave up a few runs in the second. Chris Archer gave up three in the first, and then Corbin Burns gave up three in the second. And you were worried about Burns a little bit, but he settled down, and that was all the damage that he would put across. Struck out 11, went six innings through 102 pitches. So a speed bump there, but a pretty good day from Burns otherwise. 414-677-1250. John is in Franklin. John. Good morning. How's the new phone number treating you? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You yeah. know, I, I, um, you know, people of my uh, generation, you know, we we have to change is hard. Adapt. I know change is hard. We have to adapt to these changes. Uh, you know, the app put me through some sort of weird vetting process a few days ago, where it wouldn't let me on until I gave them my Facebook or my Twitter, which obviously, as you know, is a significant problem. Fortunately, uh, I put my email in and 
put a password in and held my breath like I always do when I have to do that and because I was scared I was going to lose contact with my beloved SSP, but things came out. Well, good. It all worked out. Yeah, I, I know. It's been, a, it's been a trying week for many, but we're getting through it. We're going to get through this. So good to see uh, the Brewers put some distance between somebody and uh, given, you know, given counsel, you know, a chance to relax and exhale a little bit and not have to go through the usual four out of five game gauntlet with the, with the uh, relief pitching. That was wonderful. Um, Good to see the Yankees snatch up one of the players that, you know, we speculate about and, and brace yourself because this is just going to keep going on and on. Oh, uh, like yes. Said, not I, only that, but Andrew Benatendi is the name. He goes from the Royals to the Yankees for prospects. Royals actually going to New York this weekend, so he was on his way out there anyway. But the uh, the report was just like, just like Schefter made sure that everybody knew the Packers were in the mix on Julio, Ken Rosenthal made sure that everybody knew the Brewers we're in the mix for Ben Attendee. Well, yeah, and that's just, you know, very fulfilling to, to hear that we lost out on another player. I mean, bah, bah, bah. I mean, 98 out of 100 of these uh, players that we speculate about for one of our local teams getting, we don't get. So wake me up when it actually happens. And don't hold your breath. Checks in the mail as far as what the Brewers are going to do. Because like I said, I think it's going to be a couple of adjustment moves I don't see them, uh, you know, emptying what's left or what we have in the farm system to bring in somebody. I just don't see it, but that's just my view. Um, I was talking to somebody from out of town who's big into the social media thing, and he brought up a little something about the Packers, which was, I, I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe you can look into it, but it's apparently, you know, obviously it looked like Julio had his choice between uh, Tampa and the Packers and chose you know, obviously Tampa, just curious if that, you know, if it was similar offers, I, I, I just, I think about this and I wonder, but if I'm Julio Jones, I'm, I, I'm, uh, you know, I've been getting banged up later in life. I wonder if he just realized, I mean, if he comes to the, uh, if he comes to the Packers, he's going to have to do some heavy lifting, you know, over in Tampa, you know, he's going to have the third corner on him. So I just wonder if, you know, maybe it wasn't so much, you know, the, any other uh, thing, all things being equal. I just wonder if maybe that, you know, that certainly could have been the thought process. But at the end of the day, we didn't get them. Would have been a nice nice addition to the receiving room. But like you said, the offensive line is the concern because I was going to say this yesterday and I, I, I forgot. You know, what happens as we sit now, you know, with whatever they're going to do to adjust for the Bakhtiari injury, what happens when the next guy gets hurt? Well, yeah, we I mean, we're already down Jenkins. Where are we then? We're not in a good this... spot right now. What did I have? Uh, the offensive line, the starting offensive line yesterday was Yash Neisman, John Runyon, Josh Myers, Jake Hansen, Royce Newman. That is all right, but when you're missing Elton Jenkins and – David Bakhtiari, I mean, it's so much better with those two. And some of those guys like Royce Newman, Jake Hansen, you know, even Josh Runyon so far, you want these like you have them as depth, and it's like, yeah, we got some good depth, but when they're the starters, you're like, nah, I don't know about that. Well, Nyman's done a to this point, done a pretty good job, but you know, once again, you know, you're replacing possibly the best 
left tackle in the game. So you you know that so doing a decent job. I mean that's one thing. But you know is that going to get is that going to handle things? You know moving into the future. I, I am. I am not looking for things to worry about, but I am so concerned about Bakhtiari. I really am. This just just has a bad feel to it. The way the the way the uh, management's talking about it. I I don't know, man. I I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's out there game one. Maybe it's you know just a chance to completely rest him through and maybe end some. You would the day to day speculation as far as his play. You know maybe out there if he's not moving right. Blah blah blah. I, who knows? Who knows what's going on? We're in the dark, but that's just part of being a fan. But uh, my concern is, like I said, what happens when the next injury happens, and it will. You know, how, how are the Packers gonna, going to cover it? And I think how this offensive line goes, so will this team. We all assume the defense is going to be top five or six in, in the NFL, but you still got to put points on the border. You're the Brewers. Every game's tight. Yeah. One play, one tip pass, one bad call by the referee. You know, it's six inches to the left, and you don't quite make it. Well, it's it's different when you're up, you know, eighteen points with five minutes to go, like the Packers have enjoyed, you know, for so many years, and a lot of the games, especially ones in the division. But you know, this it's going to be an interesting year, man. I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of nip and tuck, but we'll see what happens. Good call, John. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. I'm out. It's John and Franklin in his maiden voyage. To the 677 number, we've got a new phone number, 414-677-1250. Brought to you this hour by Wendy's. Again, I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Wendy's, where you can score the breakfast Baconator combo. You can get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet with a kick of heat. Get a side of potato wedges. We call them the Tobies. Nobody else does. Tim and I do. And I like to go with the Frosty Chino. I get one chocolate. You can just get a coffee. You can get a Coke. You can get whatever. But I like that frosty chino to get me jump started in the morning. Paul Emig's gonna swing by here in a little bit. Dave and Cudahy is on with us right now. Hey, Dave. Good morning. Happy Thursday, Dave. Oh, thank you, Bart. Thank you. I must say, you are coming in so clear right now. I am on your phone. Loving. Yes. Mm. Yes. The this this new connection is just wonderful. Yeah, and, like, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, I feel not just the audio connection. I feel, like, more, like, connected to you, like, in a in a metaphysical way. Oh, a brotherly sort of way. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of brotherly, WrestleMania 40, uh, Philadelphia, you, we going? Uh, I want to go to SummerSlam. I'm down with that, too. Hey, Mark, but Rollins and Riddle got off the card. Yeah, well, you know. Bart, we didn't even talk McMahon, like, retiring over I know. the weekend. I know. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for not bringing it up, but come on. <laughs> I, what is there to say? It's massive news. Now, I see some uh, speculation that people think it's a fake. But I don't know. Yeah. I watched Raw Monday. There's a little different pacing to Raw on Monday, I will say. Well, I think we know what the real speculation is, is that uh, it, looks like, it looks like McMahon got caught up in all of his, uh, his previous um, activities, if you would. Yes. But, yeah, I just wanted to call in and uh, talk about this Packers 
steal or deal, really, and even chime in at the Brewers, too, I guess. But I'm I'm more optimistic than most people. And, you know, that, that tends to be me in a nutshell, unless we're talking about the Brewers. But uh, I'm really feeling this Packers team, and I'm thinking it's going to be another big year with um, kind of having some standouts. I'm looking at Romeo Dubs as being a huge contributor to this team. Oh, there were a lot of positive tweets from the breakdowns yesterday on Twitter about Romeo Dubs. All right, what's the, what was like the most irreverent tweet that you saw out there? Oh, I got a list of them. Did you hear my compelling segment at 6.15, or did you miss it? you have to go back if you missed it. But, no, I did hear that, but you said those were all the important ones. I'm looking for the, the least important one. Uh, the least important one was, uh, there's a couple of them. Because some of these guys, you know, you're, tw- you're some of these guys are trying to, like, go viral with the tweet or get a lot of likes. Like Kyle Malzahn's tweet afterwards. I read this one. Can confirm that Rodgers and Bakhtiari just drove past me listening to dubstep and having a rave in the golf cart heading back from Packers practice. Can confirm. That one. We're going to get, like, we're going to get that, that picture of Rodgers and Bakhtiari on a golf cart, like, plastered on shirts everywhere. Yeah, that one was pretty lame. Uh, where's another lame one? There's just so many lame ones. Yeah, I, can't, I can't quite. Look, it, it's Packers media. I'm sure most of that came from Cheesehead TV, but, you know, <laughs> you don't need to highlight them anymore. Oh, yeah. All right. That's uh, Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I know how you feel about those gentlemen. But uh, just jumping in into the Brewers real fast, I'm, I'm worried that uh, all this winning, I know that seems crazy, but this is going to give them an out for not getting some, someone outside of, like, a reliever by the trade deadline. Oh, you, so you think, a little know, win, well, you think a little hot streak is going to make them not make a trade? And we've seen it before in the past with that same excuse of, oh, well, they're, you know, we didn't need to because we see uh, what our team has been doing, and we're nine out of our last, you know, 12. Look at that. Why do we need to go out and get a bat? I, I don't know. I, I don't know, Dave. I, I, I'm just saying that this Brewers team frustrates me to no end. Um, oh, me too. And, yeah, yeah. And, Causes me. So we need you and I. I, No, I agree. So you and I need to come to the realization that if any Brewers team is ever going to win a World Series, it will be this one, because we have spent our entire summer ripping on them, being frustrated with them, talking about how much baseball sucks, and then we're gonna we're like the fans in Major League. We're like the uh, cousin Eddie guy. That'll suck in the playoffs. You know we're that guy. All right. Are you cousin Eddie and I can be the janitor from Scrubs? Yeah, yeah, you can be you can be him. I I don't know his name either. Well, regardless, Bart, uh I just need the Brewers to do something. Whether it be trade a small piece, trade for a big piece, trade a, a freaking catcher off their team. I don't care what it is. But don't just sit idle. Do something start uh Oh no! Is this? Yourself. Hey, your phone was cutting out. 
Oh, and that might be the hospital. Or, or oh. that might be the, like, the, the curse of, like, the 799 coming my oh, way. Oh, no, I know it's not that. I know it's our new phone number. Dave, I'm going to say bye, buddy. All right. Have a good one. That's Dave on a Thursday. Calling in at 414-677-1250. Uh, Mike is in Grafton. Hey, Mike. Bart, how you doing this morning? Hey, what's up? Uh, not all that. So a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Um, one, uh, I know you guys uh, were just talking about WWE. Um, my wife and I are actually going to SummerSlam. We're leaving tomorrow. Whoa! Yeah, so we got this uh, on-location thing. I don't know. It's a package sort of thing. So we're actually going to the Undertaker show tomorrow night. Does she like wrestling, but, or, is she, or is she just going with you? No, she does like wrestling. Um, she likes it because of me, but uh, we started watching. I've been watching pretty much my whole life, but she started about 10 years ago when we got together. And, uh, yeah, so... Oh, well, my wife would uh, never, no, <laughs> ever. Yeah, we're actually uh, Go we're going to be sitting ringside. So, um, really, for, yeah, look for a, a moron with a Pat McAfee jersey on. That's me. From so, like, oh, from the Colts. Yep, yep. I'm a huge Colts fan, so I'm like relishing the fact that this is in that stupid t- Tennessee uh, stadium. So, <laughs> I'm going to be. I hope someone says something to me, like. Please, I'll have a Colts hat on. I'll, yeah, I'm going to be decked out. Have you been to Nashville? I have not yet. No, no. We're uh, we got a whole list of places that everybody has told us to try and check out, and we have a very small amount of time. But well, we got. Well, I went there for the Packer game uh, years ago when they lost in overtime. Yeah, I mean years ago. But the stadium, it's right over the river, and then over the river is downtown, and there's a bunch of bars, and I think it's Broadway yeah. and hotels, and it's really a nice. Yeah. It's a great downtown. Yeah. Broadway is actually where the hotel that we're staying at is. So I mean, we were in a great we spot there today. Yeah. yeah, we look at it. We've been looking at it, and there's just yeah, it's you can't throw a rock without hitting four bars. So yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Well, nice man. So, um, and then with the Brewers, uh, obviously Colts fans. So I'm, you know, Packers. Good luck. I don't really care honestly, but um, but with the Brewers, I'm a pretty big fan of them. I'm kind of on the same wavelength as Dave. Uh, I don't think it's going to be enough to not get someone at the deadline. But the other thing that's worried me is we've been through this before already this season. They had that huge hot streak at the beginning of the year, and they followed up with, what was it, like a 10-11 game losing streak? So that's what I'm worried about. Now, I know you, you know you can't compare the two things, but, you know, History tends to repeat itself, and I'm hoping that this isn't one of those uh, one of those times. So yeah, they just got to try to be as consistent as possible. Yeah, yeah. Hey, have fun, so, man. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm uh, yeah, we're geeks. I'm I'm super excited. So wow. we'll see what the card ends up being uh, with all these matches uh, getting taken off. And I have a feeling that the Riddle thing is a work, and uh, we're going to have a surprise opponent. So that's what I'm hoping for, anyway. All right. Hey, Mike, have fun, uh, right. and uh, I want a full report next week. I will do my best, Bart. All right, see ya. All right, my man. Bye. That's Mike, 414-677-1250. Paul Emick joins us next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Brought to you by Wendy's, where it is the Wendy's what's for breakfast hour. I'll tell you. The breakfast baconator, get that as a combo, get the wedges, get the frosty chino, go for a coffee, go for a Coke. Your boy likes the chocolate frosty chino. Really good way to start the day. Or the hot honey chicken biscuit combo, that's sweet, with a kick of heat. Again, I'm Bart Winkler, that's Tim Shea. Another round of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, with our goodest of buddies, Paul Emig. Hey, buddy, what's happening? Good morning, Bart. We have a very busy show today. The uh, massive change heard around the sports radio world. Not sure if you caught it yet. We have a new phone number. It is 414-677-1250. So it was. That will take some getting used to. Yes, it was seven. I can't even remember what it was. Who needs it? Who cares? It's now it's 677. Yes, 414 414- Six seven seven, twelve fifty, and uh, I love it. How's it going for you, Tim? We're we're getting there. What's the problem? Nothing. I you just, doing good. I just you know would like a better way to communicate with you, but that's you know that's behind. The oh, scenes. that's you behind know what, the you scenes. Know that doesn't matter. Yeah, the numbers up. It's running. We're good. Everyone sounds clear. Apparently, very clear. When people hang up now, if I if I catch it on the air, Paul, instead of a. <laughs> It's now like a bloop bloop. Like it's actually kind of pleasant. And so nice. I, I like that noise. And then the other thing is because we, our technology on the phones is just what I explain to people. We kind of had like two tin cans and a string, you know? And so we finally upgraded to actual technology like in 1998. We now have caller ID for the first time. So, oh. Yeah. So all y'all that are pranking me, I can, I know who you are now, you sons of bees. Oh. Yeah. So how Look about who's that? in control now. Paul, before we get to this exciting uh, game, I do want to just remind our listeners of one thing, that you can never miss a moment from the fan again. Did you hear about this? I Tell me more. Well, there's a free Odyssey app, and you can actually download the Bart Winkler Show podcast and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. How about that at uh, Odyssey? That's great. Yeah. I know you're a big fan. I am. I love using the Odyssey app. It's one of my favorite apps on my phone. <laughs> All right. What's happening, buddy? Okay. I actually do use it. It's how I listen to your show. I, I know. I, I, I know. Sounded sarcastic. I, I, I know. I was like, what is so, going on, Paul? I have some NBA bucks, some MLB, some Brewers, and some NFL Packers. I definitely want to get to the baseball and the football in the first two, but I will defer to you where you'd like to start between Packers and Brewers. Oh, we haven't talked too much Brewers yet today. We can go there. All right. So, 
And we have to get this question out of the way because I rarely, rarely do this. But I did uh, do a poll the other day because I couldn't wait. And it was a you know an mm-hmm, mm-hmm, trade poll on Twitter, which got 464 votes. And the reason we have to do it soon is because some one of your competition liked the tweet and, I don't know, might be using it. So we have to get to it before they get to it. Someone of a competitor saw your tweet and liked it as if to use it later as their own? I don't know for sure the second part, but yes, liked the tweet, which is my way, I don't know, of saving things for future usage. Uh, so yeah, we better get to it before they do. Wow. See, I've gone with the bookmark strategy now. Oh, less public that way, right? Yes, less public. I don't want people to see the tweets that I like. Okay. So here we go. And I, uh, I have some follow-up to this later, but I am not saying that this is, you know, that the Nationals would accept this necessarily or that there's not a better trade offer. The question is, the Brewers should What's pick the up question, the phone. What's the question, Steve? <laughs> What's that? I was being Gary. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I, I can hear it now in my head. All right. The Brewers should pick up the phone to call the Nationals and offer all five of their top five prospects. That's Jackson Shurio, Sal Freelich, Joey Weimer, Weimer, Garrett Mitchell, Bryce Terang, for two and a half years of Juan Soto, knowing that Soto will leave Milwaukee for $500 million plus million following the 2024 season. The Brewers should at least offer and cross their fingers. They should offer their top five prospects, Shurio, Freelick, Weimer, Mitchell, Terang, for two and a half years of Soto. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I'm going to go with, boy, I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Yes, prospects are commodities. They are meant to be traded. Now, Churio's the one that I would have a hang-up with. Churio's the Big one time. that I would be worried about. He's he's uh, 18 years old. He's hitting at a monster clip. He just got called up to the Timber Rattlers and had a couple hits right away. So that'd be the one. Now, I could, you know, I could say, like, well, at least offer. If they say yes, then you can backtrack, and now you're at least on the phone with them. But I'm not attached to any of these other guys. And Churio I've been attached to for a month. So this is Juan Soto. This is, I mean, he's on the path to be one of the best hitters. Like, Ted Williams is the comparison everybody's throwing around. His stats line up with Ted's stats to start his career. He's on that trajectory. He's still very young. He's still very good. In two and a half years, Paul, that just kind of happens to be our window. I don't don't think Corbin Burns, Corbin Burns is not going to be a brewer after he's done with his contract here. There's just, there's no way. He's going to be so expensive. There's no way. And Hayter could get traded in the offseason. And then Woodruff's, you know, right along with Burns. So if if your window is two and a half years, who cares if you don't have Juan Soto for 15 years? Your window is now. Win in your window. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. Make that deal, man. Make that deal. Tim? Tim Shea, the brewer, should pick up the phone and get in the, the Juan Soto sweepstakes by offering all five of their top five prospects, Churio, Freelick, Mitchell, Weimer, and Terang. Without a mm-hmm. doubt. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even voted on your poll, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, and you were you were you were in the minority, I, actually. I was, yes. I just saw that. No, people don't want him, but yes, for two years, this is your window right here. And if you can get in, you just win a World Series, for goodness sakes. I don't care if you pull a Marlins and trade everybody off and it takes another 
20 years to rebuild or whatever. But Yeah, even if Jackson Churio is like, great, okay, who else is going to be on that team? And these guys are prospects. Who knows how good they're going to be? Yeah. Okay? So get rid of them. Get Juan Soto. Just a better chance to win a playoff series and or get to a World Series and win it. So, yep, 100%. 1,000%. So, yeah, as, as noted, you you are both among the 41% who said, mm-hmm. Mm. 59% said, mm-mm. Wait, no. do you think another station is stealing the question or stealing mm-hmm, mm-mm? Oh, I'm more worried about the latter. No, that's – I saw, <laughs> thanks to you, Bart, I am the founder or what was the what was my language the found the founder and creator of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or something of the, the effect? Uh, we send each other the guest list for the show every day, and uh, you were listed as not by me but from another here. You were listed as at seven fifteen. Paul Immig will be on the Bart Winkler show. He is a good good friend of show and founder of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not actually Shout the correct. Out. You are our goodest of buddies. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mischaracterized yeah. by the by the Not show. Not just a good good friend, but our goodest of buddies. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so more more of, of the 464 votes, a decent number of votes. Um, yeah, people, the, the vast majority said, mm mm, but not vast majority. 59 versus 41 percent. So I was on the fence, and then I found this great website, thanks to the Athletic, that was talking about Juan Soto trades. And there's apparently this website that I, as much as I spend time on NBA trade machines, I had never seen a good baseball trade machine. And this one is called BaseballTradeValues.com. Well, it's not just a trade machine. It is one that, uh, you know, apparently MLB teams, when they have a a trade that they want to offer or that they've been offered, they actually consult with this website because of its accuracy for valuing prospects, like putting like a, you know, a numerical number next to each prospect. So I went in, and Juan Soto is worth 176, I don't know, points. Churio is worth 40. Okay, so Churio gets you 40 of the 176. If that's your top point, you know, sort of point chart guy, like that's, that's you're not going to get there. So it kind of took it off the table for me. I actually am, I'm a bit of a prospect hoarder. I know that about myself. I think if I had taken my own poll, I would have said, mm-mm, I'm not proud of it. I'm uh, I get kind of stashed in the minor league stuff, even though I know better than to count on these guys. You can all you have to do is go back and look at the Christian Yelich trade, and you know who really didn't pan out from that. Um, really, like the fourth guy was the the best of the bunch in in Miami. Um, so I would have said, Mm-mm, but then here becomes the next question. So when I found this trade value chart, some of guys, by the way, have a negative trade value. By the way, Christian Yelich has a massive negative trade value oh yeah like you're committed to him for life massive negative trade value so does patrick corbin from the nationals so what the nationals are trying to do is they're trying to say okay you get soto we get a bunch of prospects but you also have to take back this huge negative value of starting pitcher patrick corbin so here's the deal that actually works in the trade machine the brewers get soto and patrick corbin they have to they have to take on patrick corbin they give up woodruff churio freelick and Terang. Brewers get Soto and Patrick Corbin. Give up Woodruff, Churio, Freelick, Terang. That is the actual one that works. Mm-hmm or mm-mm to that one. Uh, no, no, mm-mm. God, don't make me do that. 
I'm not trading Woody or Burns. That's the whole. Re that's the whole reason why you're good, right? I think so. Well, you're not Patrick Corbin. You're cutting his ass. He sucks. Well, you, you're taking him on as the you know the, the tax, the tax for getting Soto. And Nationals fans think that he is. Uh, Nationals fans think that he's racist. Ooh, because statistically. I mean, these people are insane, but they've they've done research that he throw, he throws better to white catchers <laughs> than he does to anybody else. Like against, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But that's what that's what Nationals fans are saying. Because uh, I, you know, I'm on every team's message board when I'm prepping for my uh, national show, which I will be doing Friday night. The problem I had on Tuesday has been corrected. The private jet is going to land. Today? Yeah, so I, I will Friday. be on Zach Gelb's show on Friday night. It was not yeah. on Tuesday. Do, do, All uh, right, so to be clear, on the actual trade value chart, though, when you. Like, uh, the stuff oh, everything I said about Corbin was allegedly. I feel like you <laughs> slunked out of the room for a minute, but. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear anything from Tim Shea either. But, so, yeah. Tim, mm -hmm. let me just give you the second one, the one that. Okay. The one but that just to not was... have Soto for Woodruff. To say no to that seems insane, but I did. Give me the trade again. All right, Tim. Okay, yeah, okay, sure. Juan Soto, and you have to take Pat Patrick Corbin's contract. Woodruff, Churio, Freelick, Terang. That's your numbers one, two, and five prospects. No. In addition to Woodruff. No. Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't care about those other guys, but... Like trading Woodruff. Corbin stinks this year. Well, Patrick well, no, Corbin, you're, you're, again, you're you wouldn't do anything. Knowing that okay, he's knowing that you're Yeah, you're not playing yeah. him. Mm-mm, no. Okay. But the, so are we, saying that, are we saying that the Brewers have a better chance to win with this team and Woodruff than they would with this team and Soto? Soto's going to play every day. Woodruff's going to pitch one time in a series. Well, that's, so but that's what we're saying. Think that the answer should be, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going to get myself to say that. I, I don't want to do that because you know if you go Burns in Game One and uh, Ashby or Peralta, Peralta's back in Game Two because again in this scenario Woodruff is gone. You know you put out the other guy in Game Three. You maybe you're back to Corbin Burns by Game Four. And in the I meantime, still have hope maybe that Woodruff will sign a deal with the Brewers afterwards and he can be our number one. But I will tell you with certainty, and I'm just I don't have any insight on this. I'm just. I'm confident. I put. I will put parade chairs down that Corbin Burns will not sign uh, a new deal with the Brewers. Like he won't be a Brewer. They might like lock him up and you know avoid arbitration. They might do something like that with him. Like, hey, yeah. the next two years, here's a quote unquote extension that's not an extension. But they're not gonna. Like he is once he's a free agent, he is signing a massive contract somewhere else. He, yeah, he's going to get forty million a year. Right. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, do you trade Burns and then do Soto? Because Burns is worth a lot more in the trade machine than Woodruff. Because you're like, you know what? We're not going to keep Burns. We're not going to be able to keep him. Not, not that you're going to be able to keep Soto either, but. Uh, then you got to add another player. Like yeah. Josh, what it's worth, Josh all Bell. These guys, Soto, Woodruff, and Burns all have two and a half years left before being unrestricted. So they all they're on the same contract. The difference is Burns is twenty seven, Woodruff is twenty nine. So 
you know, pitchers fall apart when? 30, 31? Typically, like, what's the average drop-off rate for pitchers? 30, 31? Yeah, well, that, right? yeah, you know, some of these guys still are able to last. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna spin to a, just a, a just another quick trade one. So I saw in uh, my Twitter mentions, you know, with the some people reacting to last night's news of Andrew Benintendi being traded. And by the way, I put in the three prospects into this trade machine that the Yankees gave up, and it was like a perfect match, which validated, of course, this machine that it works, that it was a, a fair trade for the Royals and for the Yankees. So the other two names that are out there for center field are Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh and Loriano from Oakland. So I just want to just tell you what it would cost to get these guys. They're worth a lot, okay? So brace yourselves. So for Loriano, it'd be Joey Weimer, Bryce Terang, and two lower-level prospects. Yeah, do it. For Pittsburgh, for Reynolds, it's Weimer, Terang, Freelick, Tyrone Taylor, and last year's second-round pick, Tyler Black. Okay. So, Seth so Rollins? Those... Yeah, I know that, that was my joke at the time. Um, yes. So you're, you're okay with both of those? Yeah, do both trades. So, well, so either we'll do to one. offer both and see if Pittsburgh or Oakland says yes first. Yeah. Uh, Tim mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, to the Reynolds or Loriano center fielder for the future, and he, he, both those guys have a lot of service time left. You're getting them for a while, Tim mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But Tim, you're you you mm-hmm. are oh, you're you've admitted to not being a prospect guy. So that I'm not might, a pro- I know. There, I mean, which uh, which might be the right might be the smart thing. If like, this you gets know. you to where you want to get, then yes. If this gets okay. you over that hump to win a playoff series, to get to the World Series, to win a World Series, then yes. Yeah. So just to, so I'm gonna say, God, I'm such a prospect hoarder. It's terrible. I'm gonna say mm-hmm to either of those center fielder trades with, you know, reluctance. Um, but I will say mm-hmm because I think it's. It would be such a big upgrade. But you can't in, be a prospect hoarder now. I mean, this is the clear window is now. I know. I get attached to these names. It's not a good thing. I mean, it's it's a fault of my analysis for baseball. I get I get hooked on the idea of what could be. And the cert, you look at like what six, seven years of service time, and then you can lock them up like they did Ashby or Peralta and take advantage of these guys before they're rich and before they think you know you dangle ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars in front of them and you lock them up forever. Look what the Braves did with. Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, they get they, yes, they're paying them a hundred million dollars each, but they are worth five hundred million dollars each. You know, and it, you just gotta draft these guys young and pay them before they're really good, and then you know, especially if you're not the Dodgers or the Yankees, like so it's, it's a tough proposition. But I will say, mm-hmm, to giving up Terang and Weimer plus two small level prospects for Loriano to Oakland to get that center fielder or. Uh, a bigger package, Brian Reynolds costs more. But, yeah, I think you'd have to do it in those in those instances. All right, I got I do have to take a quick timeout, Paul, if you don't mind. BaseballTradeValues.com if anyone wants to play around. We'll be back in three minutes more mm-hmm-mm-mm with Paul Emick. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Remember, it's new phone number day. And it's not just today. This is the new phone number now. 414-677-1250. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. This is Paul Imig with another round of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul, take it away. What's up? Transitioning to the NFL. Ooh. This David Bakhtiari news. Okay, so here's how I want to frame this one. David Bakhtiari getting the largest extension, the largest deal in offensive lineman NFL history, subsequently getting hurt, being out for obviously what could have been a Super Bowl run, 
pretty much all of last season. Brian Gudekinst has serious buyer's remorse, and this will be the reason that he never gives another offensive lineman that third contract, just like Ted Thompson wouldn't. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I would say mm-hmm. Uh, they made David Bakhtiari the exception. They had a plan, and, and Goody was a part of that plan, where you don't give these guys that big third contract, and every time that they didn't do it, we looked at it and said, what? How do you not How do you not keep Josh Sitton? How do you not keep TJ Lang? How do you not keep Brian Bulaga? Corey, Lin- Corey Lindsley. Corey Lindsley. And, and for, you know, in most of those cases, they still play. I mean, TJ Lang, Lions, Sitton, Bears, Dolphins, uh, Bulaga, uh, Chargers, Lindsley, he's been playing. But they don't, they don't ever, they never match the production that they would have had. And it's a lot of money. And so, yeah, David Bakhtiari, you pay him that big deal. What's he played? Two quarters on it? Yeah. So, yeah, definite buyer's remorse. They've got to find – and I'm very concerned about David Bakhtiari because he says he's past the ACL, and now it's other stuff that has popped up. Not good. I mean, this is insane. So, I'm, I'm not, like, confident at all that we're going to see him. And even when we do see him, I'm not confident that – like, it's like when these guys come back, Middleton comes back after his injury or whatever, for the first, like, 30 dunks he has, you're like, oh, boy, he's going to fall down and his knee is just going to snap in half. And that's how I'm going to feel about Bakhtiari. So, yeah, I think I think this will definitely reaffirm what they already knew and made an exception for. They do not give that offensive lineman that big third contract. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. Tim Shea, Brian Gudekinst has serious buyer's remorse and doing this with David Bakhtiari is going to be the reason he never does it again, never gives an offensive lineman that big third contract. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Mm-hmm-mm-hmm. And look at Elton Jenkins, too. He's hurt. There's no, I mean, is he hurt as as severe as uh, Bakhtiari? Who knows? But if he's out, too, for a while, they're going to have some major issues on that offensive line. Well, it's not just that. It's like Aaron Rodgers... Of course, we don't know the exact behind the scenes, but seemingly convinced David Bakhtiari to play in that Detroit game to get some reps in. I assume, of course, the medical staff signed off on it, but it seemed like that was Rodgers pushing it. That was a terrible, terrible idea, obviously. Not only did Balaga not end up playing, or Balaga, Bakhtiari end up not playing in the playoffs, just cost him an entire new offseason and further damage beyond the ACL. And yeah, I mean, a 30 year old big dude. Left tackle, like, yes, Brian. I'm sure Brian Gutekinst instantly said, and that is why you don't give a third a third contract to an offensive lineman. Tim, to your point, just to be clear about Elton Jenkins, you re-sign an offensive lineman once. So Elton Jenkins is going to get re-signed for a boatload of money, yes. but that's only his second contract. Yep. The question is, six years from now, when Elton Jenkins' next contract no. runs, he has his rookie deal, his extension, but then that third deal... That's the one where Sitton, Balaga, uh, uh, Lindsley, uh, Lang, like this is where you just, that's where you walk away. Yep. And yes, every time Packers fans think like, well, but they've been so good. Yes, past tense have been extremely good. May, might they have another season or two of good play or maybe great play? Maybe. None of those. Lindsley had a pretty good first season with the Chargers. But um, yeah, you don't pay for past production. You pay for the future. You do not do it. Brian Gunnikins is absolutely I can't imagine not kicking himself for doing that. Okay, 
Um, I don't know if you brought this up. I did see it in the show rundown before, well, you know, your tweet, before I had put the, the question together. So let me know if you want to skip it and move on. But Peter Bukowski says, you are not high enough on what Alan Lazard can be the end. So we, as Packers fans, are just not high enough on what Alan Lazard can be. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I would say mm-hmm. Uh, there's one tweet that I was going to do a whole segment out of, and I still will, uh, coming up here in a little bit. It was from Dinosaur Leg Arms at Instant Classic 5. He responded to one of my tweets. He said, make sure you tell us how good Lazard is, which seems to be all the podcaster and beat writer's agenda this year for some reason. So... Some are already saying that there is an agenda from podcasters and beat writers to hype up Alan Lazard. I don't think Alan Lazard is going to put up Devontae Adam numbers. I think the thing with this is somebody needs to be the number one receiver. And Alan Lazard's a guy that has been here and has somewhat of a connection with Rodgers, you would say. And, you know, is a veteran. So if you look around the the room, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Randall Cobb? No, Randall Cobb. Had his chance to be a number one receiver here five years ago. Didn't really capitalize on it. He's got a role, but it's not that. It's not going to be Amari Rodgers. Christian Watson, it could be him, but most likely it won't be a rookie who Rodgers and Watson have not connected on a pass play yet in any sort of practice that I'm aware of. Oh, they might have in yep. minicamp, but whatever. Uh, not, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's on the pup right now. He's not practicing. Right. And then uh, who else is it going to be? It's not going to be Sammy Watkins. He can get you 40 catches if he stays healthy, but it's not going to be him. If, if there's going to be someone who it has to be for a wide receiver number one, not including tight ends or running backs, by process of elimination, it's going to be Alan Lazard. So, yeah, I think a lot of us look at Alan Lazard. I mean, I catch 40, 50 balls. He's been catching 40 or 50 balls. So now if he's a number one, it could be 80 or 90. And I don't think Packer fans think that that is even – an option or possible, but Rogers, the, the over under for Rogers yards, not that this is like the end all be all, but the over under for his yards is exactly the amount of yards he had last year. And he's missing Devonte Adams. So if he's going to produce the same way he did last year, someone's got to get those yards. Someone's got to get those catches by process of elimination. The number one receiver is Alan Lazard. And so, yes, I I'm with Peter when he's saying we haven't really let ourselves realize how good and how, statistically valuable Lazard can be. Mm-hmm. Tim Shea, we are not we as Packers fans are not high enough on what Alan Lazard can be. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I agree. Mm-hmm. And let's go back to the playoff game. He didn't even get any looks there. So I just think like Bart has been saying for the last, oh, I don't know, four months, that the Packers are gonna play differently this year. They're gonna look different. They're gonna play different. And I think including Alan Lazard in this offense, along with Aaron Jones and all the other wide receivers. He's good. He's good. He's could Rogers be the one where the new Devonte Adams, where that's the only one he's looking at. He could be, but I, I, I just, I think, yeah, yeah, I do. I think Alan Lazard is going to have a breakout season this year over a thousand yards and what, how many receive, how many receptions, what he had 40 for, 513 last year, so what, 80? So, but here's, here's like, okay, just a little bit of my counter to that. If you're taking the tweet literally and you're not high enough on what he can be, 
if you're expecting a thousand yards and eighty catches, if that's your expectation, then well, we might have, we might have talked ourselves into that on the show, but I don't. Okay. I think the average Packer fan is going to say fifty for six fifty. And if that is the expectation of average Packer fan, then then yeah, like Lazard should. I also think the average Packer fan, if you ask him who's who's most likely, poll question. Who's most go. likely to get 80 catches on this team? Um, they would say Christian Watson over Lazard. Ooh, I hope that's not true. Watson. I mean, I, I mean, like, I hope that the expectations are – well, I, I, my answer is Aaron Jones. Right, so do we include – because I want to know if it's between – I want to know if it's between Lazard and Watson. So, yeah, maybe say among the wide receivers, you know, if you – not including – Who do you – which wide receiver do you expect – to have the most catches this year for the Packers. There you go. There you uh, go. Alan Lazard, Christian Watson. Who should the other one be? Because then we'll put an other. Put Randall Sammy Con- Watkins, LOL. Sammy, Sammy Watkins? Watkins. And then I, but you have to say LOL. Then. Or Randall Cobb, LOL. It, it, it's not Watkins. Can you, do uh, a, can you do a combination of the two? Why don't you put which of these receivers do you expect to have the most catches? There you go. Lazard, Watson, uh, Watkins, and then uh, Cobb. And then people will say other, but that's not the question I'm asking. Which of these receivers? If I wanted to know if it was another, I would have said that in the question. People love to look at a poll and say, I want option F. (laughs) So the the options are Lazard, Watson, and other? Jesus, Paul. Fantastic. <laughs> which one? We'll figure that out in a minute. Which we, one? We got time for one uh, more from Paul. All right. If this Shams report, Kevin Durant to the Celtics for Jalen Brown, let's say they negotiate and it does become Marcus Smart. So it's Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and a pick for Kevin Durant. You will be borderline terrified of the Boston Celtics beating the Milwaukee Bucks, even if the Bucks are healthy in the upcoming playoffs. Mm-hmm or mm-mm, that Kevin Durant and Tatum teaming up with that Boston team will terrify you as a Bucks fan into losing them again in the playoffs. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I don't want to use the word uh, terrified, but... What word, what word would I have used that would have got you with the mm-hmm? Well, they're Worry. the favorites. I think they're the favorites. They become the favorites, like, right away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Kevin Durant in a competent organization. If Marcus Smart's the holdup of this deal, then why are the Celtics even trying to trade? Come on. Well, I I, I hear you, but, you know, he's the heartbeat of that team in a lot of ways. Um, And, by the way, the the negative part of that is, like, they'd have to – the Nets would have to take back Grant Williams just because that way Boston doesn't have to deal with him anymore. No, that's not true. Let me give you one more quick one. I know Tim Shea is preoccupied trying to remember all four of the wide receivers that you suggested for the tweet. So, Bart, I'm going to ask you one more. Russell Westbrook gets traded yeah. to the Pacers, the Spurs, some team, who, of course, immediately buy him out. You want Russell Westbrook on the Bucks for the vet minimum. Mm-hmm or mm-mm? Uh, mm-hmm. Really? Why not? Well, what if he's a total distraction? Like, he has been get rid everywhere of him. he's gone. And get rid of him. That's that's fair, right? Okay. Oh, you know what? Vet minimum, a, come with Giannis. See what see what it's like. I mean, we had you would have said like three years ago. You want Boogie Cousins? 
No way! Distraction! Yeah, that's fair. But I think before Boogie came to the Bucks, he had be he had shown at a couple stops he was willing to play a role. Russell Westbrook is single-handedly destroying the Lakers because he's not willing to play a role. Oh, yeah, well, if he comes in here and Eric Bledsoe's up the joint, then no. But I'd rather I mean, have would 15 be- minutes of Westbrook than of George Hill. Westbrook, the basketball player, as your, like, you know, bench guy who facilitates everything, is really enticing. But the reason that Frank Vogel wouldn't bench Russell Westbrook is because he thought it would create absolute chaos, and it ended up getting Frank Vogel fired. I don't know if Giannis and Bud Budenholzer have the cachet to be able to come in and say, well, you know, Russ, this is the deal, man. Like, this is, you're the sixth man or eighth man. Well, does Russ want a title or what? What's that? If Russ wants a title. If If he wants a title, if he can finally at this point in his career accept that what he's become is what he's become. He's not the former MVP that he is. It, you know what though? You, you convinced me. Bring him in. Hey, twenty. You get you get until the end of November to prove that you're willing to do it. Oh, yeah, we'll cut you after you have a good game, just like we do with Boogie Cousins. So I changed my answer mid mid you know <laughs> mid question. Mm-hmm. We'll talk next week, Bart. Yeah, fifteen and fifteen. All right, you're done before you can even give your post game interview. All That's right, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, see ya. All Paul right. Emig, Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Applying for a renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. 414. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.